0: Yeah, what's wrong with the beer we got? For and
1: gigalettes.
2: you are now listening to the best best friends podcast in the world.
0: It's gonna be. Wait, I can't wait till you st- wear you start wearing your relaxed fit jeans, and then you just get maximum relaxed.
2: Who wears jeans, man? I'm just wearing joggers and nice elastic band.
0: <laughs> That's the <laughs> way to mean- do it. We're now with now that we have our nice two camera
2: setup here. We
0: oh yeah, we're going full news broke
2: broadcaster. <laughs> you
0: know, it's wear great.
1: wear
2: whatever you want. Yeah, as long as I look good from like. Here down, it's fine. Yeah. I'm just wearing what I'm going to go to bed in. I like it. <laughs> all right, let's get yeah. this going. All right. Welcome
0: back, everybody. Welcome to the greatest podcast to exist in the history of podcast. It's your number one source for all things crap beer related. State internationally acclaimed Cindy Crawford approved podcast of hops. High fives. Oh my God, that was
2: such a relaxed high five. I had to like really stretch out because I'm like <laughs> completely inc- like I, inclined right here. I really expected to give one of the, uh, <laughs> I know, just a dad,
0: dad groan as I get up. And friendship, uh, I am your host, the crispiest of boys. I'm even crispier now after that pregame beer. I know uh, my crisp level is at maximum,
2: extra crispy.
0: It it really is. Yeah, I'm a. Uh, I've got uh, 23 herbs and spices in me. I'm extra crispy oh, this <laughs> week. I'm also the king of the
2: butt rock. Click, click. I hate it every time <laughs> <laughs> it's Tom and I'm your other host here, uh, going as the Marzenator today on the stream. Okay. <laughs> you like so, that? Yeah, like the that. Royer's Ford rattlesnake play my music. I wonder if we can get our guests to let me wrestle midgets in Royer's Ford to retain the Royer's Ford. for LPs Dan LPs. Okay. Sorry.
0: Um, yeah, Dan. it's Dan. Dan yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. All right. And, uh, yeah, let's get, let's just, let's. let's You're just start. gonna go right into it? Yep, let's go uh, in. Dry. All right. All right, everybody. I'm ready. And we are the best, best friends podcast in the world.
2: I am God, I hate it so much. You've been saving this one. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most butt rock of butt rock. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. I just imagine you driving down the road with Turbo playing this song.
0: You know, sometimes even the most, the buddest of rock need to move their body. You know? (laughs) So bad. Oh my God. All right. Everybody, we're the best best friends podcast in the world. Welcome back. Um, Dan, I I have uh, something going on recently. I I do tell. I've been hearing this voice come from my closet. It's like just speaking to me. I feel like I feel like I'm Tom Hardy in Venom. It's like Was
2: it me telling you to clean this place? No. Well, okay. no, that that stuck with me for a while. Uh yeah, no, I really dwelled on that one.
0: Uh <laughs> I know. <laughs> um no, my I, there's just like a whisper coming from my closet, like the temperature's dropped.
2: Hoodie season, oh, hoodie oh. hoodie and short season. Well, I, it's it's like there's this like
0: this voice, and it's just like a black creature with three white stripes on it, <laughs> and it's speaking to me. It's like we will be one again, Tom.
2: Wait, I don't know who it to-
0: is. It's my symbiote, damn. That's what I'm getting at. I'm like,
2: oh, oh yeah. I guess it's time. Yeah, it's almost time. It's time for the time for South Philly Venom there. It almost, almost it's, it's speaking to me. It's coming back. Uh-huh. Uh,
0: can you feel
2: the olive oil on your skin? <laughs> I thought I heard something in the closet earlier. <laughs> I didn't want, I do not want to speculate. I Yeah. It I'm, sounded like it needed water
0: ice. <laughs> yeah. I, I hear that and I'm like, I, I, I get scared, but I also get a craving for a roast pork. <laughs> you know, I, it's just, I, I, it's, it's,
2: it's overcoming me.
0: Anyway, Dan, that's it little Cleaner, a little cleaner this week,
2: a little cleaner. Yeah, I, I was gonna say there's no uh, empty cans except for today. Uh, it's been really looking like a college dorm in here, but I'm, I'm really impressed with you.
0: Yeah, I'm uh, yeah, that one stung a little bit last week. Uh, I dwelled on it for a little bit, and then Dude, I went, it just smelled like beer cans <laughs> in there.
2: <laughs> I went deep clean. I, I, you smelled like my recycle bin. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, my recycle bin smells like your recycle bin. Um, yeah, went full cleaning. I, I swiffered. Swiffer the floor. I know. Yeah. I wanted to uh, take my shoes off and do like a little like Tom Cruise slide uh. in like. And just. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: All right. Well, I think we need to get into us because we do have a hard stop today.
2: Yep. We do have a hard stop. So we oh. should be getting down to business here. Uh, we'll briefly go over uh, what we have oh, yeah. to do here. So guys, okay. uh, follow, rate, review. Uh, podcast audio comes out every Wednesday, so tomorrow we'll be dropping the audio. But yes, for everyone here enjoying the stream, thank you guys for uh, tuning in with us. Uh, follow, rate, and review. Uh, that's not only on the podcast platforms, but our social media as well. Um, also want to talk about the Hopped Up Network. Hopped Up Network is an ever-growing group of independent beer podcasts. Check out all the other podcasts on their network at hoppedupnetwork.com. Cool.
0: Um, all right, let's bring our guest on. It's been a long time coming yeah it really has I
2: mean we can't do Mars in season without
0: without this guy
2: it's I mean we're gonna talk about it today but it was the first beer I thought of when yeah. the uh, when there was a crisp in the air <laughs> we uh
0: we, you know uh he's an OG to uh he's the original he's the A1 from day one yeah the original uh brewer slash brewery owner that we've had on. He is, I mean, you know him. He's the the craft beer curmudgeon himself. Uh, (laughs) uh, It's Ethan Buckman from Stickman Brews. What up, Ethan?
1: Oh, what's going on? That was such an elegant entrance that you guys provided. Right? (laughs) We usually don't do that. I was wondering when the hell you were going to stop rambling with these just yammering over here you know <laughs> you're yeah, we gonna get to the fucking headline and i don't know what you were doing
2: <laughs> it was a yeah it was a soft open we're, you know we <laughs> were just we're, it was like a sizzle we were just we're bringing it in um i'm relaxing a little bit more now with this new chair here usually i'm like really up against the mic and the camera but right yeah,
1: now yeah, you seem to really be responding chill. it's very nice you know it's very good. very chill i'm gonna you know what dan i'm gonna join you here
0: uh, a
2: little lean back. Here. You gotta watch how much you lean because of the uh the camera view. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm watching too because I want to make sure that you know I'm not showing too much of this uh neck right here. Too
0: many chins.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like I'm
0: gonna you, like, yeah. you you next thing look, on that.
1: You guys look pretty bad no matter how you uh, oh, do it. How sweet you of you. Look like shit no matter what.
2: <laughs> he really knows how to make me blush, mm-hmm. I swear. <laughs>
0: All right. So, uh we're going to be drinking some uh some Stickman beers and uh and shitting on the craft beer community. So, um
1: that, so. <laughs> <laughs> Um all
0: right. Uh so um you know, while we're talking to Ethan, go check out all their stuff on online on the on the interwebs. On uh, the interwebs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> at stickmanbrews.com at stickmanbrews um on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Um, you guys have a Twitter. Although like, I gotta be honest, I don't. I don't know if anybody's actually logged on to the Twitter ever. We just like <laughs> repost anything that we post to Instagram.
0: Yeah, we have. We're the same yeah. way. We have a Twitter. It has been
2: used maybe twice. Yeah, um, like yesterday, <laughs> probably.
1: Yeah. Did you use it yesterday? So it does, no. does auto post. Like, so if you Twitter is your preferred social media medium, you could go on there and see what we're doing. But like, we're not gonna reply back to anything. So. <laughs> That's fair promise
0: you that. i think that's fair i was like i wanted to use it at, to link to our instagram but the link between instagram and twitter is just god
1: awful yeah it's a lot it's a lot to deal with yeah. and i don't do computer stuff so point is you can find us on the internet some you know and then you can come to our many stores and buy our beer yep. um, which is much more important i think than oh yes yeah. wait you guys, <laughs> you guys are back
0: down the three locations right
1: Three locations. So we got South Philly, we got Chester Springs, and we got the main brewery facility in Royersford. Um, Chester Springs and Royersford both have like full service restaurants and beers on tap. Um, South Philly is kind of like a can shop. Um, So it's bring your own food. You can sit there and drink um, any of the cans that we have or you can get stuff to go. But it's all the beer that we have.
2: Yep. and we got uh yeah, stickmanbrews.com here. Um, stickman brews obviously here on Facebook and Instagram. So it's refreshing to see a brewer that knows his social media. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Because was uh, a
1: lot like all of those platforms. <laughs>
2: It was, it was crazy. I uh, I talked to a brewer during a beer fest uh, when we did a live stream, and I was like, hey, man, you want to plug your social media? He's like, I don't even know what it is. I went, <laughs> all right, great. Talk to you later, man.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, if he's just the dude who works for the brewery, why would he give a fuck? Well, I think, I think it's a no small brewery. At no point brewer, in time right? when I worked for Free Will, yeah, it, was was it was the owner. <laughs> he I, oh, he was the owner. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well,
2: that's a little different. Yeah, it was hilarious. Wow. It was just like a pause, and I was like, well, see you later. <laughs>
1: I wow. want to address that there is like a small dog, like a medium-sized dog <laughs> chewing a bone behind me. So that's the movement that.
0: Yeah, it's the, it's the through. sour IPA dog. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: the sour IPA dog.
0: All right, let's um. We'll dip let's dip into that first beer. Yeah, let's crack a beer. What are we doing first, Daniel? Uh, well,
1: we talked about it. I really want to start with it. So well, I'm right. only I only have the one, so that's the. We're one. We're doing general saying. merriment. Oh, great. That's Ethan, the one I'm getting. Ethan, you
0: been, how many times have you been on the podcast? <laughs> oh,
1: shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: man. I was leaning over and I heard the crack.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I fucked it up again. <laughs> uh, well, redo well, it. Redo it. Well, when you guys
2: do it, I'll, get
1: the, I'll make the sound too.
2: <laughs> well, just for that, uh, we're going to bring it up here before we crack. Um, guys, you can follow along to the beers we have on the episode. Bye. Heading over to our untapped. That's. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: yeah, what's that's wrong that's with the beer we got? Special untapped profile. This is how meta this internet experience is, guys. You're watching on the internet. You're following along what you're watching on the internet. You're rating the beers on the internet. You're making me lose myself of self uh sense of self worth on. The <laughs> <laughs> All
2: <laughs> right, Dan. What's our what's our untapped? our untapped our untapped is best best friends pod that's best best friends p-o-d still there don't worry ethan we didn't get rid of
0: them (laughs) we never will
2: all right tom do you want to count down our crack
0: yes i will count down our crack all right three two one (laughs)
1: nice
2: nice sound effects
1: sorry guys i'm such an asshole i really apologize for that i know i know that's like the thing that we do
2: i was leaning over and i just like closed my eyes as i heard the pop and i was like
0: "Ah, ah, ah." all right so we are drinking the uh the king of beers uh we're drinking general merriment from
1: stickman
2: brews uh look
1: how fucking clear that is oh yeah look at it
2: Look at that! You can you could see that Pennsylvania mural behind it, straight through.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude, it. it's pretty fucking good. This picture right to this side of me here, this is Phillips Cheesesteaks. Um, yeah, really, really good. I call it shit. I love it so much that uh, Rachel got me a um. Painting of it. All right,
0: all right. We we need to talk about that. Let's get a little cheers here.
1: Cheers, sir.
0: Boys, slanca.
2: I have been waiting to crack this can.
0: Oh, that hits the spot. It's so good every time. So did you change up anything in the recipe?
1: Um, well, so the big thing that's different about our beer, well, the two things that are really different about our beer besides the recipe are, um, Brandon was really, really interested in changing what we were doing with our water. So we really invested a lot of resources into this water treatment. Oh, you changed um, it up your water? Water? <laughs> the water treatment? Well, it's, a, it's a softener. It's a filter. It's all kinds of things. And it's really improved the beer um, in a very serious way. Um, and then we also got a filter. So we are actually, like, filtering these beers down to, like, 450 microns now, um, which is a lot of filtration. And I think it's fucking awesome. So that's what we've been doing. Uh, Ethan those is- are the things. Brendan did tweak the recipe um, this time around. I think he uh, he ended up bringing it like a little more true to what people think of the style. True to the you know, style. We got rid of the four grain thing we were doing and went a little more traditional.
0: I like it. Awesome. I mean, there's definitely, um, it's different, definitely a different flavor um, than I remember. It's not as sweet
1: it's a little drier,
0: yeah, I think. Yeah. Which I like you said, it's truer to the style. I like that. Um,
1: we've also been um we've also been adding a process called step mashing mm-hmm. to all of our loggers recently. This is why I'm gonna be this is like a Brendan Love Fest when we talk about I lagers. know. <laughs> we
2: talked about this yeah. with uh, we talked about this with Brendan because he brought it up when I was uh, still there with the pizza about the step mashing system that you guys were introducing around the time that I was still there.
1: Yeah, so um, what's cool about working with Brendan is that I, um, he like really challenges me to not be a lazy asshole all the time. <laughs> so there's like a lot of techniques that I have from working in the beer industry that I will like apply more sparingly. And then Brendan will show up and they'll be like, we're going to do the step mash on fucking everything. And I'm like, great, let's do it. But, like, I would never have done that myself. The step match would have been saved for like special beers, you know? Um, But uh, what it basically does is through the the brewing process allows us to make a really full bodied beer that doesn't have a lot of sweetness with it. So that's what you end up with now, which I think makes for like a more well balanced beer, especially with this style.
2: The beers you guys were putting out after like instituting that were, yeah. just really well done. Like the Pilsners and the lagers that were coming out were just,
1: yeah, like they, they, they had a certain they were,
2: dryness, they were crisp, and
1: everything is fucking great. Um, especially the lagers right now, and I think the water has the biggest thing to do with it. Um, Dude, but you the were thing is like really, really important too. You were so you excited about Philly, the water, <laughs> you have a Phillies uh, hat on, you know. We, I speak a regional dialect, yeah. Water. My mom, who I think is watching, if you listen to her talk, I think people from the Midwest would like need subtitles for my mom. So <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you get away with me just doing water every once in a while is actually a fucking miracle. Well, I, um, I, I is, it, is, is, it, it, is, my grasp of the English language.
0: Now, I, I'm guessing, I'm assuming because of, we've talked about this before, but it, uh, South Philly Jewish?
1: No, well, they're from the Northeast. Oh, uh, Northeast. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So my mom and dad both grew up in Oxford Circle, um, which was like the shtetl, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, So I live in South Philly. And at one time, some of my family did live in South Philly. But I don't I mean, I don't really know. I haven't like researched a lot of it. I don't know what parts of South Philly were like historically Jewish. I don't know if like my family lived in South. What I know about my family that lived in South Philly is that they bootlegged during prohibition out of a series of record stores. Oh, in- that's okay. awesome. <laughs> so that's what I know about them. Yeah. Um but uh I don't really know any.
2: <laughs> so going back to the uh the water or the wooder. Um mm-hmm. water. Ethan Was so damn excited about the new water system that I was standing in line with beer. Like when General Merriman came out, I you know immediately went up there to grab a four pack. I'm just standing in line to pay for my four pack, and Ethan comes around the corner. He's like, Dan, let me show you our water system. (laughs) He gave me like the grand tour of the new water system.
1: (laughs) He's so excited about it. (laughs) It's really something. This is why we're. We don't often have a lot of nice things that stick in. We're very underfunded (laughs) relative to other breweries in the area. And so um, because like we didn't get any venture capital money, you know what I mean?
2: He breathed on it and then he like, he was shining it. He's like, check this out.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they're cool, man. They're cool tags. And um, so, yeah, it's a whole, it's a double filtration and treatment system. Get all the chlorides and shit out. And then it's a, a softener too. It brings into like, um, you know,
2: that Rofo water is, yeah. pH. it's hard, it's hard water there in Rofo.
1: It's hard. And it's also just like smells like bleach. <laughs> <laughs> so neither like, of those things are great for it here. Smells like a public and pool. If you want to get, if you want to get like into like real technical, like concerns about brewing here, which. I guess the premise is the premise of this podcast. I don't know if it's ever been. But um,
2: you did so give me a mini lesson while I was there.
1: <laughs> chlorides, Yeah. So chlorides um, are what they used to use to sanitize the, the water. And um, what about was, what, what
0: about the fluorides? I hear they're, that's making the frogs gay.
1: That's making the frogs gay. That's what that's yeah. for. It's not for sanitation. It's not for sanitation. The, at chloride, all. the chlorides were um, to sanitize. And it's just chlorine, right? But it gasses off. So if we had the hot liquor tank on overnight, it would gas off. It wouldn't be too much of an issue. Um, But they're switching to these things called chloramines, which are much cheaper to produce and also like much less potentially harmful to people, but do not gas off. So are like much more potentially harmful to beer. So that's why we switched to this system when we weren't using it before. It was like the big the extra motivator. We were already going to do it. And then we got this notification about that. And we were like, oh, well, I guess that seals the deal.
2: Hmm. Very interesting. And you guys started, like once you got the new water system hooked up, you uh, introduced some of your like returning IPAs. I think uh, homemade is best was one of the first ones that kind of came out on the new water system when I was talking to Brendan.
1: Yeah. So once we got the new water system and we started messing with like a whole brand new salt profile. Now, again, this is, I can't really take any credit for this. I was using like the water report to inform like an amount of salt we were adding, but I wasn't really like honing in on it in any kind of serious way. But Brendan went back and really tracked like these things through um, various calculators and like doing a lot of math to, to make sure we had the right mineral content for different styles of beer. And so now we have a much more developed program. So for beers like our lagers and saisons, we're not really adding anything to the water, but for beers like our stouts and our IPAs and some other styles, we have like all these different minerals, which we were adding before, but now we're adding them in much more targeted ways. And it's doing it's really improving the beer a lot um, without tweaking the recipes, which we already felt were pretty strong, you know.
2: Yeah. And having it come back in some of those returning recipes, like I said, like homemade is best. I remember um, that going on draft after everything happened uh, with the water, um, like the whole process that you guys started doing. And, you know, it did have just like, it felt brighter. It was like a better mouthfeel in my opinion. It was just, it just tasted better. But then again, like, you know, I haven't been used to like draft beers in so long because I've just been drinking out of cans for like an entire year. That you know, oh, just getting all those like early draft beers, they all just were like so great.
1: Yeah, people like. That's the thing though, too, is like a lot of stuff is experiential, and if you're like just super happy to be there, it's going to taste better. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, yeah. Don't try to take
2: bad. any credit for it. You know, be, you know, through the process, you guys are doing it tasted better. It's just the
1: experience. <laughs> I think it was mainly the experience. I think um, the water thing was really, really good and Brendan's really good at his job, you know, and I've been really happy with um, all the beer that's been coming out lately.
2: Has he been doing his CrossFit routines with your kegs?
1: Um, Not, not to my knowledge. Um, I don't know how much CrossFit he's doing. You know, he broke his foot, uh, oh. so he was under condition for a little bit. Um, Will is the CrossFit guy, but he's, uh, you know, I don't know if he's still. He probably is still doing it.
0: <laughs> so with this um it's it, as it gets more down to like the room temperature I'm getting a little more of that like caramely sweetness from it um mm-hmm. overall uh, it's definitely more more malty I feel like the the malt flavors come as it gets warmer more. yeah yeah um it's it's very crisp um yeah it's just it's just really good i, I I like the, I like that, like toasted, like toasted caramel flavor coming through.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's one of the things I liked about this beer because, mm-hmm. you know, once it started getting, you know, cooler out, I would sit on beers a little bit longer. Like you know, when G- General Merriman came out last year, you know, just sitting back there, letting it get the room temperature, enjoying those caramel notes a lot more as it did get to that uh, temperature.
0: And it's, it's caramel without being overly sweet. Yeah. You know, it's a very subtle sweetness. Um, you know, it's kind of, it is taking like a little bit of a backseat to the roast, which is really good. I like that. Yeah. Um, we need to, we yeah, need to I start a, uh, good. we need to start a campaign at the Mars and all year long.
1: Yeah. I would do it if it, if people would buy it. Yeah.
0: It's got the stigma of like, it's a fall beer.
1: I would say yeah, like people have a lot of trouble with seasonal stuff. Like for example, I'm not afraid to admit that I love pumpkin spice. All right, I'm a man who loves pumpkin spice. There's nothing inherent about pumpkin spice that relegates it to fall. There's nothing about it. Like what the fuck? Why can't I have cinnamon and ginger in the summertime? Like what the hell? All you know spice, I
2: mean? <laughs> nutmeg, nutmeg, all spice, yeah. just everything. Yeah. <laughs> no, Why I, not?
1: Why I've not? gone I I've
2: gone
0: headfirst into being a basic fall bitch.
2: Yeah, just the uh, what, yeah. the uh, oh the God. pumpkin cold foam cold brew. All the Yo, time, yeah. The so, pumpkin come on. its come so good.
1: On. I'm I, not really a big chain restaurant kind of guy. I try to support like, a
2: local, but that coffee is damn good.
1: Starbucks, that start like that pumpkin foam—you can't beat it. There's no. a reason. There's a reason that fell is a coffee billionaire. You know, yeah. and It's not <laughs> because he's bad at making a cup of joe. I'll tell you what—it's some good shit.
0: I mean, the coffee isn't great. It's a, that cold foam. Foam is just yeah.
1: That, yeah, the cold brew with the cream. Uh, the, uh, I
0: Man, I've got I've got uh, pumpkin spice coffee grounds in my, and I've got pumpkin spice creamer, and I've just been going heavy
2: in the on the pumpkin spice yeah. cold foam. It's just he puts his Uggs on in the morning, one yeah, one foot at a time, and he just goes he over there.
1: Point, right, like I would consume that stuff year round. Yeah, I don't see 100%. why it's to just be for fall. hundred percent. Same thing with with Merton, is like you drink Dunkel year round. You know what the ah, fuck?
0: I don't. I. I feel like Dunkle is a seasonal thing, too. Like, I don't, it's not as prevalent as.
1: At Church Brewers, Dunkle was our best-selling beer year-round. We've hmm. heard it all year. I would say, yeah.
2: too, like, you have a pretty good year-round, like, label. Like, the monks yeah. and everything. Like, this isn't a fall label in any, did like, I you,
1: Did I show you my new tattoo as a quick diversion? No, um, no. This was done at Integrity in Royal Street. Look at that shit. It's, it's gritty. It's a gritty monk.
2: Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> who it's did it at uh,
1: game, but it's great. Who,
2: who did it uh, at Integrity?
1: Uh Kyle Bear.
2: Kyle Bear, awesome.
1: Nice. Yeah. But um yeah, dude. So point is, uh loosely inspired by that beer label um and like other stuff. But yeah, you should be able to drink this beer year round. I think it's good. I think it's a good summertime beer like I don't always want I sometimes I want something more substantial even when it's hot out you know like if i'm outside and it's it's summertime but i'm eating like a burger and fries or some shit i don't necessarily <laughs> want like a pilsner like i want like this kind of beer you know and
0: then, you know this is lighter than some like i guess summer beers like uh, like this is lighter than a hef.
1: yeah sure yeah hef is like a sweet full-bodied thing you know like um, same thing with like a whip beer Like a whip beer with all the spice mm-hmm. and the orange peel And the whole thing Like, I would much prefer to have a Merton, um, or, or like a fest beer, some shit like that Like in the summertime I'm
2: going to start calling it a Mertzen I'm, I'm the, I'm the Mertzenator Mertzen, that's
1: Merton. how you pronounce it oh. If you're not a fucking
2: Oh no, I'm, no <laughs> I'm just like Yeah, White Trash Delco <laughs> It's a Marzin. I really like what you guys do with the wooder and the Mars and
1: yeah, well, I'm telling you that's what, that's why the key, the key is the word.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, all right. So it's been a while. Actually, before we move on, can I, can I show you, can I show you something that's pretty awesome? Yes, Yes, please. All right. This is why I love doing these live streams. Yeah. All right. Let me get this pulled up here. Look at this. We got somebody who's actually watching. And drinking general merriment at the same time. Look at that. Right on untapped. (laughs) Oh, Oh, sorry, Ethan. I didn't mean to show you untapped. I know it's been a while. It's been a while. while.
1: I have not looked at the untapped sticker page (laughs) for probably a year. And it's the best thing I ever did for my mental health. I, you know, never (laughs)
0: know. That's our our buddy Andy man. Uh, he's a in. he's the
2: number one fan man. Yeah. He's always uh, he's always reaching out to us and everything. Look, uh, if you guys can read it on the stream here, he purchased it from the Mifflin Street location right there. Yeah,
1: hell yeah! That dude's probably my neighbor. Then I live like a five minute walk from the Mifflin Street location.
2: I think he passes through there on his way home from work, yeah. and that yeah, was like it saying. was just like, and plus like I think the other locations are closed today, so he was able to get through there. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he, uh, he rolls through there. We've, uh, we've talked to him. Actually, he, uh, showed up to our, uh, Levante stream and everything's, um, to hang out. So yeah, great dude. And it's, it's awesome that, uh, he posts these pictures and it was funny talking to his wife about how, like, he just like sets up his laptop, cracks a beer and just sits there (laughs) and drinks with us. He like cheers with us and everything too. (laughs)
1: Yeah. It's awesome. I dig it, man. I dig it. Um, I'm all about it.
0: Oh, it's so meta! It's awesome.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's great. The um, Internet's a wild
0: thing. Yeah. Really wild. Um, yeah. So, but what's been uh, what's been going on with uh, with Stickman? I mean, aside from the the new the water, water the water system and uh,
1: um, well, you know, man, I'm I'm really happy with what's going on lately. Uh, the Philly location, the Mifflin Street location is doing great. Um, we did open and then close a Second Street location. Um. COVID's a real bitch, um, and Philly zoning laws are really difficult to navigate, and there's no uh, bigger story than that. I think that the Second Street location, which we put like a lot of work into, um, had we not been in the middle of a pandemic, we could have made it work. Had we been in the middle of a pandemic but didn't have certain like zoning challenges we were dealing with um, in that neighborhood, we could have made it work. But the combination of the two things kind of made it really, really difficult. Um, but the Mifflin Street place is going strong. Um, actually, we do stand-up comedy shows there on Thursdays every other week. I saw that. Um, yeah. yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, and that's it's just cool. We're just excited to be part of that uh, little community in East Pashunk. Um, especially because I live right around the corner. Um, and it's like my neighborhood that I own a house in and stuff. Oh, that's um, awesome. Um, Royersford is going strong. We're doing the Detroit style pizzas and calzone still um it's a lot of fun i think i'm really excited about that stuff um and then in chester springs we have you know the man the myth the legend uh vince verdi is um cooking up just like this great I, I don't know what else to call it but like a gastro pub menu you know yeah that
2: his menu and his items that you guys unbelievable,
1: unbelievable. I got over there and it's just like stuff i don't know i don't know like the best way to say it like You know, I don't. If I see a turkey sandwich on a menu, I usually don't give a shit, right? Like, I'm not going to. (laughs) And I was over there the other day, and Vince was like, I'm going to make you lunch. And he gave me this turkey sandwich. And I was like, oh, okay. It's a turkey sandwich. And it was one of the best things I've ever eaten in my fucking life. I would highly recommend it. It's called like the. The so long sand or something like that. What? It's um. Is he still I doing? I don't the, remember the name of it.
0: Is he still doing it with like the the pesto aioli?
1: Um, this one, this turkey sandwich that I had had like some kind of an aioli on it, but it wasn't pesto, and it had apples and um, cheese, and the turkey was smoked in house. Yeah, um, Ooh, yeah. And Vince mm-hmm. is gonna kill me because I don't remember everything. If he watches this, because <laughs> I don't remember everything that was on it, but it was unbelievable. But they like he smokes his own stuff. It does all the stuff. And Royersford, you know, Emily is there making the pizza dough, like you know, days in advance and, like doing all this different kinds of stuff with like uh the, the dough fermentation and all these things. Um they're they're just doing really cool stuff. We're doing trivia night on Wednesdays in Royersford. Um, we're doing board game nights um in Chester Springs. Uh follow our social media for information on that. And then every other Thursday in Mifflin Street, we've got um a stand-up comedy night where you get to see you get it's a free ticket you just got to reserve it because there's limited seating and you get to see three different stand-up comedians and drink southeastern Pennsylvania's best beer so uh what's better than that you know that's awesome
2: yeah I I was watching a lot of the uh just the social media like all the comedians like reposting you guys and like, you yeah. yeah, posting that they were there and it, it got me thinking because you were just saying you closed uh the the other location where was the mural
1: that you guys did? The mural was at the location that we closed, unfortunately. I was and like, it is like no. a really beautiful mural. It's a real shame, man. But it's it's just like, unfortunately, it's just like the reality of the situation. You
2: got to cut um, that wall out and take it with you.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know what we're going to do with it. I I want to try and figure something out because it is really like an incredible piece of art. Um, and it's a real shame, you know. And I so I, I don't know what to do. I was but, so afraid um, to
2: bring this up and be a Debbie Downer.
1: <laughs> no, no, it's okay, man. I mean, you we need worked to put- really hard on that place. We had a, a friend of mine came out there and did some incredible landscaping work to like turn the back yard from like a literal trash pile when we got the place into this like beautiful outdoor beer garden. Uh, the mural was really cool. The vibe we were setting up in there was really cool. We had these cool red stools, and we had built this like sick little ledge as like a standing bar, and we had like the counter service and we had like, you know, all the outdoor seating. Um, And so, yeah, it was, it's a shame that we couldn't make it work, but like, ultimately as, as business owners, um, you know, we have to figure out what the people want. Like they don't really owe us anything. And like we weren't able to make that location work in the conditions that we were given, you know, so it really, it really sucks. Like COVID's a real bitch. And I really believe that if the pandemic wasn't going on, we would have made that place really successful. But uh, COVID is going on and we weren't able to do it. You know, what are you going to do? We still got Mifflin though. And it's a fucking cool spot that we worked really hard on. And it, it's got a dope vibe that I really like. It's pretty
0: crazy because you, you guys have a different atmosphere at every single location.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like it's a That's whole different vibe too. everywhere. We have like a lot of different beers. And my, my feeling is that like, if every location that we open has like a different vibe to it, then there's no reason for you to go anywhere else. You know?
0: Like you, you have Royer's Ford, which feels like you're in a brewery. Like, a, 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 I guess I would say a typical like yeah. brewery experience. You have Chester Springs, which like you said, a perfect gastropub. Gastropub. Per- pa- gastro it's a gastro, perfect gastropub. Gastro uh, yeah, no, it's a, that's a perfect description of that. And then you have uh,
2: Mifflin, which it's got that like can shop, yeah. like you have the DIY outdoor, show
1: vibe to it. Outdoor seating. Yeah.
0: You have, you have a very like, it's like a very uh, city vibe to it.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just like a fun place to hang out. I think it's, it's, um, that's the goal is to just like have these places that are accessible. You know, I mean, that was the big mission when we opened Stickman was to like just make a brewery that wasn't, like a bunch of dudes with their heads up their asses, as well. <laughs> you know. Like everybody is just like so self-important, and like you know, when you go to our places, it's just like the menu's up on a chalkboard. Everybody's friendly. Nobody gives a shit if you don't know the difference between a Märzen and a Festbier. You know, it's um...
0: even if you don't know how to pronounce Märzen.
1: Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I worked for the Germans for a while. Uh, much to my grandmother's, <laughs> <to my> grandmother's-
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, chagrin. Uh, you you i girl. thought it you said it
1: <laughs> well no she she made a comment to me once but um- <laughs> 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 but um but yeah i mean that's how they say it
0: this is magic going. oh <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know but if you ever meet if you ever meet a german person and you want to make them really uncomfortable just ask them what their grandparents were doing in the 30s oh, oh, that's
0: so bad <laughs> from argentina you say hmm.
1: huh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's why that's why ethan likes to go to south america all the time he's he's hunting he's hunting nazis <laughs>
1: i love south america i don't I, you know the thought has never occurred to me to hunt a nazi down there, but I really have had some of my best like drinking weed experiences in <laughs> South America and like it to such to, I I've been in such a point of ecstasy in the country of Argentina that I could have met a nazi down there and I would have been like what's up man? Like, How's it going? I hope you're having a good night.
2: Hola, you know? so you said your name was Hans.
1: <laughs> yeah, Hans? That's an interesting name for Guala How did you that? Yeah. How did you make
2: your
0: way to Argentina?
2: <laughs> oh, U-boat, you, you say?
0: Oh, okay.
2: Looks like you have a lot of suntan lotion on. <laughs> yeah. What is that, SPF 80?
1: <laughs> but yeah, so I Very grew a blonde. lot of German stuff as a result of working for a House. Um And uh, yeah, I'm pretty proud of it. I don't really brew that much anymore. I did brew a lager the other day, though, which Uh-oh. we do have this new draft-only lager coming up.
2: Oh, okay. Um, so you guys are going, like, w- like way experimental now where you're not even canning it. You have to go to – it's like no, a taproom-only thing. I wouldn't
1: call this that experimental. This is a fucking – you know, somebody pitched me a meatball down the middle. You know what I mean? This is a <laughs> <laughs> This is a Brendan recipe and then I brewed it and it is just like kind of a down the middle like
2: they're like Ethan, you wanna make a lager? <laughs> yeah. Sure. yeah a pale, <laughs> he was he was seeing the cherry lager. in the middle of the ball.
1: Yeah, it's a pale lager. It's um nice. It's got Hallertau Blanc and Czech Saz or the hops in it. Ooh. It's kinda hopped like in the Pilsner fashion, you know, a little more <laughs> the assertively. The most but, like, noble too hops. aggressively. Are you gonna I don't know what we're gonna I don't know we're gonna call it yet. The last beer we did kind of similar to this, because every once in a while we'll do like a riff on a session beer and just do a draft-only version of it. In the last beer we did similar to this, we called it that one guy from high school. Um, <laughs> and that was a cream ale, so I don't know what we're going to name this beer, but oh, I have some can, ideas can you, like in that vein.
0: Can you, can you name it the Crispiest of Boys?
1: The Crispiest of Boys?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's my nickname. Oh, um man.
1: No, it's a contender. It's a
0: contender. <laughs> that was as the politest no I've ever that was, gotten. I know, that, was, that was really nice, man.
2: <laughs> you know, it's up there. All right. Well, let's let's drink
0: away my sorrows here.
2: All right. Uh, yeah, we're going <laughs> to uh, bring up a new one, I guess, here then. So, Speaking of vloggers and pills. Speaking of, And speaking of Brendan, because we've just been talking about him these, this entire time. Yeah.
1: I asked him if he wanted to come on today. Dan was there. <laughs> He was like no, like, no,
2: absolutely not. He was like, absolutely not. No, he
0: didn't. He, yeah, no, he didn't want to. He didn't want to broadcast from his Anne Frank attic again.
2: <laughs> from the, yeah. yeah, from the hockey rink. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man, we just keep bringing on Nazi shit this whole time. Yeah, what are you going to do? All right, so I brought it up on the screen for everybody here. So this is, we talked a little bit earlier about the experimental series. So this is an experimental number 10, which is a New Zealand-style pilsner. Uh, slight mango pear and zesty lime from a subtle dose of New Zealand hops with a firm malt backbone. So, guys, um, Ray, uh, I guess we can crack together. He's still do drinking it. Marzen over there. Do,
1: do, do, yeah, I'm, um, do, do, this do. is the only beer I'm having. I got the Do not want to share so the screen.
2: Oh, yeah. I'll yeah. We'll unshare that and we're good. Oh, there we are.
1: There we are. All right. Three, two,
0: one. one. Oh, the unison. The
2: yeah, that strong. was perfect. Oh, this is- it's so dank.
1: It smells great, doesn't it? The hops are really fucking good. Um, it's just like a really perfect Bilsner. Smells like it's I need a medical card to drink this. Fuck. It's just like so crystal clear. The color is beautiful. It smells like it's- a
2: Cypress Hill concert.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It smells like my living room right now.
0: It smells like Dan's 98 Cougar. <laughs> <laughs> it does.
1: <laughs> All right. All right. Boys.
0: Hey, cheers. It's lunch-a.
1: Cheers.
2: Yeah, definitely New Zealand hops in Mm -hmm. that. Uh, People were telling me, I guess there are a lot of, I guess, New Zealand hop contracts that have been like pretty prevalent in our area. And so a lot of people have been using the New Zealand hops in different styles other than IPAs.
1: It's not even just like the contracts. It's just they've been really easy to get recently.
2: Yeah. So they've been been easy easy. to like nail down like a, a steady quantity of it.
1: Yeah. Um, this one supplier that we use, uh, Michigan hop Alliance has like a shit ton of New Zealand hops all the time. So, um, yeah.
2: Yeah. Because we, we talked about it in another episode with, um, with root down because they did a hellas with New Zealand hops.
1: So yeah, the thing about most New Zealand hops is New Zealand hops are like the real example of why, where you grow the plant matters. All New Zealand hops are, are like. Blends of noble hops, like they're blends of like traditional lager hops, but then they're grown and, on the island, and they come out with these crazy flavors,
2: like tropical know? notes and things like that, just yeah. based on the and if you moisture if you in grown, the air and things
1: like that. Exactly, and then if you took that like Rakau or Wakatu or whatever Doctor Rudy's, and you brought it back to Germany and grew it there, it would taste like a lager. Hop. You know what I mean? But because even though, like, the hops flavors are so kind of, like, assertive, um, it's, uh, you know, it, it still lends itself to those styles when you use it in, like, a subtle way. Yeah, it's know? like it's like
2: the Noble Hops went, like, below the equator, uh, went to college, started listening to reggae, and just got real dank.
1: Yeah, they got their medical marijuana. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, the and Noble then, Hops started saying umchaka a lot. Someone handed them a Rage Against the Machine album. Sorry, talking about Jaw.
1: You know, I don't know about Rage Against the Machine. You know, they went to New Zealand and they started saying things like, yeah, I don't think I should have to pay to go to the doctor's office.
2: (laughs) (laughs) They got dreadlocks. Don't you dare call me a Kiwi.
0: (laughs) Uh, No, this is a a very good. um, It was a
2: great, like, clear. You can see. Wait. Are we having clear beer on the podcast? Man, look how clear! It <laughs> is.
1: Are you are. had two of them. Look at how crystal clear that yeah. is. That I, didn't happen by accident. I Axle. wanted to make
2: this a nice like beer-flavored beer flavored beer episode where we're just talking about clear beer you the can whole time. S- look, you can see the on camera. You can see the pee through my beer. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's on purpose. <laughs> That's on purpose, motherfuckers. We did that. We, we went and did that.
2: And you guys made a great like description of it online. Um, you definitely get the mango, pear, zesty lime on the yeah, nose. Yeah.
1: Praise for Brendan Right, If the description is accurate, it came from Brendan. If they ask me me for a description, I go like this. uh, It's a malt forward lager with some assertive hops. And that's what I say. (laughs) Which isn't
0: a bad description of this.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not far out of the... uh, Yeah, nobody's talking about the the zesty quality of the lime, though. I will the say lager. there is a firm malt
2: backbone. You're right there is. Yeah. <laughs> and a step mash in the process for this one as well.
1: Step mash for every lager. Um, I'm trying to get them to do it for table beer too. Um, step mash, um, but especially for the loggers. Uh, I want to add it to like some of the Belgian beers now also. There's like different types of step mashes you could do. You know different combinations of things, so it'd be fun to um, it'd be fun to tweak these processes around to like further tailor them. Um, like for example, we did the uh, when we we did the um the barley wine, we did like a step mash of the blonde oh, barley wine. I was oh, you about. really? Yeah, we did a step mash that was uh, like different than the lager one, but it was still like a uh, more intensive process.
2: This beer here and the way you get a lot, a lot of the hops on the nose and on the front end and having that like firm, crisp, like clean malt backbone. This is like what I want an IPL to kind of taste like when I think of like when people bring up like India pale lager when they're like, you know, they're talking about, you know, mixing hoppiness with you. you know, want it, Christmas You want it to be appetite.
0: lager forward.
2: Yeah. And this this finishes perfectly like you want it to for an IPL like right. that yeah, lager I mean, forward it, finish on it.
1: You don't put like certain spices on like delicate flaky fish, right? Like you don't – there's a reason you don't put Swiss cheese on your fucking trap, right? It's because like even though those two things are good, like they don't necessarily match up. And a lot of people will do like the IPL. And I mean Stickman has been guilty of this too where we do you do the IPL by literally just taking like any old IPA recipe and throwing a lot of your yeast on it and like hoping it'll work but like yeah really you have to use hops that are like complementary to it if you're going to like explore the hoppy lager realm of things you know
0: and dan and i are uh drinking this properly out of our our staunch glasses
1: yeah you guys As are a- doing great i'm really proud of you
2: <laughs> it means it means so much coming from you ethan i just want you to know that
1: i really i'm impressed you know <laughs> I, don't do, I only put it in a glass for this podcast. I mean, really,
2: you're just over there drinking like, out of the can of like a like the a low, last low time I,
1: I tried to be real, you know, I tried to keep it real, which is why I just drank high out of the bottle all
2: Yeah, I think the other time you just had like low fills you brought home. You're like, I don't even know what's in here.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's I a surprise it for
2: me. I feel like <laughs> if one you drink
1: of the, one of the guys that we uh, used to work at the brewery one time managed to like mix up the labels of like a certain <laughs> section of two batches of beer, so there was like a bunch of like it was, and it was like two styles of beer that like could not have been different. It was like more different. It was like a bunch of like pilsner oh and like God. the tier meso style. <laughs> like, um,
2: Can you imagine uh, like uh, pouring uh, out a young people fun party and it just yeah. coming out like motor oil?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like, oh, I got a nice relax pilsner for the game. And then you pour out like a fucking um, yeah, 12% conversely, conversely, you're at some bottle share with your beardy friends and you're like, Oh, this tier of 10% Imperial stout. And then you pour it out. It's a fucking, <laughs> that would suck too. That's not
2: Instagram worthy.
0: I feel like if you drink, if, if you pour a high life into a glass, Someone should come over and punch you right in the dick.
2: Yeah, just come over and just yeah, give you what for? Just <laughs> yeah, just a real
1: yeah. <laughs> have it in a kegerator, you know.
0: It that, see that's fine, but I'm saying if you pour it out of a bottle into yeah. a glass,
1: a bottle you pour it into a glass, somebody kicks you in the genitals. Yes,
2: yep. Yeah. I feel that's though if fun. you have the kegerator with the high life, you have to put it in like a glass that it has been freezing in your. Uh, Yes, in your freezer. Yeah, I mean, it's gotta I mean, be a frosty, I mean, mug. like a frosty mug.
1: <laughs> when one time when I was working at Hofbra House, this group of like, I don't know, I don't know any other way to describe them, Southerners. You know, I guess <laughs> okay, term, yeah. Came into the restaurant, picking um, up
0: what you're putting down,
1: and they were really demanding like the frosted mugs, which we don't We didn't do there. And so one of the bartenders just, like, put some mugs in the freezer and was like, you're going to have to wait a little bit. And they were furious that we didn't have frosted mugs. What the hell is a leader? Yeah, they were really, really (laughs) pissed off about
2: it. Those people really like to throw around you people, so they're probably like, You people
1: don't have frosted mushrooms. You want to hear, 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 hear a funny Hopper House story? Sorry, Tom. <laughs> you want to take that? You want to swallow that sip yeah, first? Yeah, uh, you guys, I'm going to ignore that. I'm going to um, transition right into this Hopper House story. So, um, you know, Tim Flores, this is a real story about Tim Flores. Um, and I, I feel comfortable telling it because I've told it on multiple podcasts before. Um, but um, he, uh, he, he. One time, he was at the the Hopper House in Pittsburgh, and I never knew this till many years later when I met him. But one, all I knew was that at Hofra House, when I worked there, some dudes. Like accidentally broke their steins while they were like cheersing at Hofbrauhaus, House. Oh. And then everybody had to get alcohol safety training for weeks. And I found out like many years later that, that was then the owner of Levante Burley Company who broke his stein at the Hopper House in Pittsburgh and caused <laughs> us all to get alcohol safety training. Oh. Which one? <laughs> Tim Flores. Well, yeah, Tim. Oh yeah. Oh, it was Tim? Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Oh, it Tim did, didn't. Stop. I don't know if I should have said his name that it was ah, specifically, funny. but it's. I think that's a funny story. I think you anybody should be. I was hoping like it was like he a story was, about Tim Flores being there, and then, then he it wasn't was like the owner of Levante. Then he was a much younger guy. That was like eleven years ago.
2: I was hoping yeah. it was going to be like Jim Adams there, just like no smashing no, no. He, it.
1: <laughs> It was it was and this then shutting thing, off all your security was, cameras so you didn't was, see it. Tim in his early twenties. It was Tim in the years where you're supposed to fuck I, around. You, to be to be, be fair, Tim
0: Tim still looks like he's about sixteen years old.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna comment on that. He um <laughs> but we did have weeks of alcohol safety training. And I had to like go and like tell everybody about the alcohol content of all the beers for like like yeah
0: it was one of those. Oh, you overserved somebody.
1: Yeah, I don't yeah. know if it was a, if it was necessarily like an overserved thing, or just being more was,
2: observant of what it people was are doing. The beers. Uh,
1: it was definitely a we can't let these dudes get this drunk anymore.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's like me when I stare intently at the guys who are cheersing while they're playing cornhole at my work, and I just I'm watching them like, don't break that fucking glass, please don't break
1: it. <laughs> yeah. We're in
2: yeah. a plastic cup shortage right now. You guys are out there.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I well, it's a, the plastic cup shortages is really real.
2: Yeah, exactly. Cool. Like, so we like we have our cornhole outside, and you know, I I give a bunch of twenty, you know, freshly twenty one year olds like their beers, and they go outside and play cornhole, and I'm watching them like jump around, like high five, cheers their glasses, and I am just staring at the glasses, like please don't break those. Please don't break those. And then they start yeah. stacking them. I'm like, no, 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 it's gonna break. <laughs> yeah. You guys know nothing about physics. Yeah, I don't want to go into that class.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I I distinctly remember when I was bartending at uh, at Wegmans, like they would they told us, like, you know, you have to watch out. You don't be afraid to cut somebody off because if we overserve,
2: that's a week of training. Yeah, exactly. So I yeah. I
1: it's no joke you get a hell of a ticket um yeah. and if somebody if god forbid like somebody gets in an accident because you over and after you over them um you know you're you're liable for that shit i would i would never like we've only had to cut off a couple people at stickman but like one time i that was the conversation that i had with somebody ultimately it was it's like i was like i'm not I'm not willing to be responsible for your behavior. <laughs> I think it's so pretty, hard.
2: I think it's pretty rare when it like happens at a brewery. Like it's not, yeah, because, yeah.
1: you know, we're, we're overcharging for. Yeah. <laughs> not really. God damn it. Not really. Small business jokes. That's support- jokes. folks. Jokes support small <laughs> businesses. <laughs> Uh, Our prices I, are very reasonable. We need your money.
2: <laughs> yeah, through this entire conversation, just going back to Tim Flores, I'm just thinking about him as like Anakin, and then like Jim Adams back there as like the Emperor. Yeah. <laughs> like they're just <laughs> yes, because oh how like young when cheers we cheers harder when we first like <laughs> talk to the, both of them in the same room, and I'm just like looking at him like it's like. It's like, oh man, this yeah. is this is like Attack of the Clones or like when it finally or no Revenge of the Sith when it finally turns around.
1: <laughs> there's, there's something. Those motherfuckers are taking over. They sell a lot of beer. Yeah. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. They are, yeah. Lord Levante, Jim Adams over yes. there is just overseeing a vast yeah. empire. Yeah, all six, five of them.
1: Yeah. Uh, plus.
2: Um,
0: yeah, I, I remember uh like bartending at, at Wegmans and like there were like dudes there that would get just come in and get trashed on martinis in a grocery store. At a grocery and I'm store. like what the fuck is wrong with you people? And now That's at,
1: where it, they would do it.
0: Yeah. And now as a as a 35 year old, uh I'm like yeah, I get it.
1: Yeah, I can I, get I, I can understand. get trashed at I a grocery store. It. <laughs>
0: yeah. Completely understand it. I,
1: I said that the other day. You know, I'm sorry like for I, passing I, judgment. <laughs> I have some I have some days where I just go home and it's like, I get it. Like, I get heroin addiction. Like, I, I have <laughs> not addicted to heroin, but, like, I totally understand. Like, I can't judge those people at all. Like, I fucking... Like, everybody was stupid today. Like, everybody was annoying. And then I got home and I can't relax. I got two hours worth of chores and errands to do. wouldn't Wouldn't it be way better to just be so high? I do not care. Yeah.
2: Just that would be
1: way better. Like, it yeah, just brings I, like, up the
2: music from that part of like Forrest Gump when Jenny's like going off the deep end. <laughs> it's <laughs> oh, just I'm, that music where she's getting up off the bed, there's uh, like a clear drum set behind her and she's like pulling a needle.
0: I out. was thinking of uh what what is it? Uh Brown Bunny. Is that the one? Uh what's the one uh that they play when uh in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas? When oh, White that? Rabbit. Yeah, White Rabbit, that's what it is. Brown White <laughs> Rabbit. <I> no <laughs> Brown, <laughs> Brown Brown Bunny's the movie where uh, uh, Chloe Savigny, uh sucked Vincent Gallo's dick on camera. <laughs> yeah, that it was it's just yeah, I got all mixed up there. It's White Rabbit. White Rabbit, yes, yeah. White Rabbit should be playing. Jeez. Um. Yeah. No. I had a, I had a similar thought before. Uh. Like I I've had like pain like opiate pain medication and like the first time I really had it, like I took it and then I got I was sitting there and it, it hit and I was like oh yeah no i get it i get it like this is great <laughs> this is awesome
1: there's a, there's a story i really want to tell you but i know for a fact my mom is watching right now so I'm hold on see. i can
0: i can tell you hold on yeah she's watching
2: <laughs> <laughs> is that he is that a youtube watch right mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. yeah
0: no i get it Uh like um I, I've 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 taken opiates for and, and prescribed opiates. Let me put that out there. Prescribed opiates.
1: But like I get, you it. know, my they're, point they're is just cool. like yeah, like go get drunk, you know, whatever. Like, <laughs> I lost the thread here, but like yeah, it's um yeah
2: know. we've spiraled. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, where did we uh? the up with heroin, thing you know.
1: sells a lot of beer yeah they, yes um, speaking of heroin um,
0: <laughs> oh no yeah no no at our, at our age like you know getting like coming home after a long day and just being like
2: yeah i get it i get it i, I get like the like I, I it was tough for me to like not go home <laughs> and crack one of those Marsins after i just like stopped by on my lunch break <laughs> to stick man to pick up some beer i like came home like logged back into my computer and went not not yet dan don't 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 be that guy yet.
1: <laughs> you never yeah.
0: you, you never really tr- like truly appreciated the the phrase "I need a beer" until you yeah. know, you got to like until you have age.
1: like yeah. real adult problems. Yes. Yeah. I, real yeah, adult I problems. Like, I have um, I've had like somebody say to me is like, unless you are like the primary on a a lease or have a mortgage, I don't want to hear a fucking thing you have to say. Unless you have like a monthly payment and if you don't make it, you are homeless, you need to shut the fuck up. Like, I don't want to hear Again,
0: I get that.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I hate walking upstairs working from home and just having that I-need-a-beer feeling at 11.30.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I, 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 no, you you can completely commiserate. Like, you know, you grow up and like, you know, you see your dad's or whatever, like, yeah, I, I need a beer. Like, yeah, I've had a day. What, what is that going to do? What is, what's that, what's that going to solve? And then now you're getting it, you're like, yeah, this, this liquid won't solve my problems, but
2: it'll make it easier to it's gonna handle. It's going to make this Monday night football game a lot you know,
1: better. I, don't, I personally have not been really drinking at all. Um, not because of like some purity thing. My stomach is just in the irony of all ironies. Like my stomach just can't handle alcohol anymore. And like a serious way. <laughs> um but like so, yeah, has, the <laughs> <laughs> so god has the worst sense
2: of humor i like god has the worst sense of humor yeah that's so dark. <laughs> it's so dark
1: wild right like, I, I have like one beer and like, a dick. A nice, like, that's all i'm doing yeah i'm on, um, like a two beers and i passing out it, there are some days where it's everything in my power not to not to run off at lunch and smoke like a gram of weed <laughs> you know, to, to the things. um oh, that hurt. so I feel you, you know, I really feel that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so let me ask you, uh, have you noticed a, uh, have you noticed a difference in the uh, purchasing
1: trends? Yeah. In, yeah. Uh,
0: in the different areas?
1: Oh, in the different areas. Um, yes. And also generally, yes. Yeah. Okay. 2021
2: okay. came in different. It hit different.
1: Loggers are coming back, man. Craft yeah. Logging. Like really moving with some some uh purpose and are like the real beefy double ipas are really the sales of them are like banking generally which like i'm fine with. um mifflin street south philly they love session beers plain chicken nuggets is like far and away the best seller um loggers right. do really really well there Our double ipas and like big like lactose uh and stuff like sit around um in favor of like the session beers and the lagers. Um in Royal and Chester Springs, IPA is really still king. Um, but people are definitely buying more lager and less double IPA, less dry out stuff.
0: I feel we like to I, hear it. yeah, I feel like it is trending towards like the uh those like lactose desserty uh beers are uh you know like the uh, what, uh, fuck. What's the, what the name of the beer? Send in the clowns or some shit. Uh, what yeah, beer? or like A, uh, clown beer. Uh, the um,
1: Enlightenment of the masses. Yeah. Well, Enlightenment has no lactose in it. So, oh, okay. Like Queen, the, Queen, the, Queen Bay has the lactose. Queen Bay is the one. Queen okay, beer. yeah, um, yeah. Enlightenment is just like the straight is the Berliner. So that one. That's like soft. the true
2: Berliner with the fruit.
1: Yeah. And everything yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. So, like those lactosey beers are starting to kind of. Get down there, you know. Everybody kind of, you know, there was that survey put out at the beginning of the year, like, oh, what do you think twenty twenty one is going to bring? Yeah, and uh, you know, all the brewers were like, loggers, loggers, loggers. I will lagers.
2: say, like, with the colder weather, you're getting more milk stouts now. So, like, a t- there is like the hint, the hint of the lactose in there. Yeah. I
1: think mean, yeah, but that's like the one style where it's appropriate. It's appropriate, you know, like, yeah,
2: exactly. You there's yeah. a mouthfeel that you're trying to strive for. Well, and have- it's like,
1: it's a sweet beer that you're going to drink one of anyway, and it's 11% alcohol, you know?
0: Right, really? yeah. So like- and I, I've talked to people that uh, have typically drank sweet beers, and they're like, yo, have you ever tried a Russian Imperial? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> first my of man. All, first of all,
2: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> yes, I have. Um, so I like that. I, I like that, like, a, a, it, it definitely seems like there's more hype around uh, people got more, way more excited about like Marzins and Fest beers. Uh, this but also year.
1: just like normal-ass beer is coming back in a way that's exciting to yeah. see. We're selling way more farmhouse beer again. We're selling way more uh, Belgian stuff again. You know? like, oh. That's that's exciting. Like, that reminds uh, me.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: That, that reminds me. Yeah. Uh, uh, there was a, uh, a... There was an episode. There was an episode where you said you were never... Ever going to brew a, a specific beer ever again? I believe was that was plant, plant matter. matter. Plant matter,
1: and then I brewed it again. Yeah. Sold it because the market changed, and then and I drank the shit beer. out of it. It was really good, wasn't it? It Was a really yeah. good batch. It yeah. Was a really good batch. Yeah. yeah, is that the one? I... Um, yes, that's the one you got from yeah. me. Dan.
2: I was gonna say I had, um, I had a patron at uh, the brewery I work at who went to your establishment first and then went to ours. And we got into a good conversation. He ended up hooking me up with two of his plant matters while I was there, because oh, I, yeah. I told him the story about you swearing that you would never make it again. He goes, "Oh, I have it in my car right now." I went,
1: "Wait, what the fuck?"
2: Yeah, yeah. He's like,
1: "I'll give you You're two welcome. cans of it." You're welcome, motherfuckers. You're welcome. It's
2: it's
0: the best it's the best beer that you guys brew. You know,
1: I don't um, know if you want to hear well, that. I'm really it's happy with the bring best it back, beer that you brew. But That's what I'm saying is people are drinking that shit again. We just canned a bunch of twerkalicious today, so oh, that's, that that's bringing it back. Yeah, the Belgian doubel. Um So that's not a style you see, you were seeing a lot of people brew in 2019 and 2020. You know, so I, I'm excited for that.
2: I just want to point out on this <laughs> picture how much of a hip hop album Ethan looks like <laughs> in the background <laughs> right there, just with this like. He's got this smug ass face looking. Right yeah. Rick Rick Ross. I know. I just want to put a parental <laughs> advisory like sticker on like the bottom left corner of it.
1: <laughs> I, my goal in life is to be like action. Bronson, yeah. You know?
2: you, oh, you've man. got some action right there.
1: <laughs> I saw, I saw him live in concert when I like 10 years ago. Dude, like, He's when like when a UFC
2: fighter anymore. now, man. Yeah. He's like, yeah, he, lost he was shit to me. mad as
1: fuck when I saw him and it was unbelievable. I loved it. Every second of it. I loved it every second. It was my favorite concert I've ever been to. I was newly 21. I was standing in the drinking section of the venue. Action Bronson threw four lit joints into our section. Um, it, was it was incredible. Just throwing them out there. Let me, let me
0: ask you, uh, how do you feel that uh, more, I would say classic style IPAs are becoming more popular?
1: i think it's great i think my beef when like we were really at the peak of like the fad like trend aspect of the market my my beef with it was not that these styles existed it's that these styles were like being consumed to like the detriment of all else you know what i mean like so i love seeing like the old school ipas come back i love seeing just like the broad range of beer styles coming back i think it really sucked when the market was in that period where like the when when we were really in the depths of that like haze craze kind of part of the market there um if it wasn't hazy number, it was shit the number one way we could predict the sales of a beer was if it tasted like another brewery's beer. you know what i mean like if it tasted like in the same flavor profile they were all the fucking same and so like to see people like you know, poor man's out in Lancaster who have become buddies of ours, like brewing, um, like West Coast IPAs, yep. are getting a lot of recognition for that. Um, our buddies are really good friends at Bond Place, um, for like all the cool shit that they're doing with hops. Oh, of course, I wish I wish Sam would just come
2: on and talk to us. One, <laughs> day, one day, one day, one
1: day. He doesn't, uh, you know, he he um, he's a busy man. Got you. Maybe he will. <laughs> but he's a crazy guy, but he, um, but they're doing amazing shit, you know? And then like, it's just, there's just like a lot of cool stuff that people are doing and it's exciting to see it. I think it's cool that people are doing West coast IPAs again. Um, I hope people don't bring back the East coast IPA. I think that was like an abomination that never should have existed. (laughs) Is that
2: like the, uh, the hybrid where they're trying to be make like new England and American IPA be a thing?
1: Yeah, well, it was like like we at Church Brewers brewed an East Coast IPA called Thunder Hop, um, that was like our best-selling beer for a while. But basically, it's like um, almost like a Märzen-colored beer with like very West Coasty hops in it. But it's like kind of sweeter, yeah, um, not
2: like a darker amber to it, and it just like
1: remember what Hop Devil used to be like. Yeah, at that yeah, point exactly. East Coast IPA and it's just like, I'm just, that's my least favorite iteration of it. Because the, the English IPAs are like earthy and it's like a different vibe. Yeah. But I'm not like a huge English IPA fan either.
2: But yeah. um, West Coast I, I, and uh, like the traditional American IPA yeah. really like kind of, they have a special place in my yeah. heart. Oh, yeah. um, you guys did a West Coast as part of your experimental. That was
1: great. Yeah, that was great. I did that. Yeah, that was me. That was actually a... um Speaking of, I like, totally contradicting what I said earlier, but that was an IPL actually that, um, yeah, I presented as a West coast IPA, but it was, uh, it was brewed with like the California common, like steam beer yeast.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Um, and yeah, it was that like, ca- that steam
2: beer you guys did was uh, phenomenal. Yeah. Please bring that yeah, back. That
1: was another one of mine. That was a, uh, yeah. I was, no, tell- I
2: was telling Brendan, I was like, you guys need to like bring that back as like, a like a rotation beer because I feel like nobody does that. And it's something that that, like really grabs people's attention.
1: It's a style that I've been really into for a while, the California common beer. Um, Like I've really been into like, so as a general thing, something I really want to do is like all of these, all of these like American styles that are like old pre prohibition styles are all kind of the same. Like the California common, um, even Pennsylvania Swanky, um, which has like an anise flavor to it, um, the Kentucky Common, um, all these different styles of beer, you know, they have different levels of so like step mashing. Kentucky Commons are sometimes sour mash, sometimes not. Pennsylvania Swanky is sometimes sour mash, sometimes not. But they're all kind of like effectively like however you want to splice it, like cold fermented coal style beers that are meant to taste lagery or like warm fermented lagers um of one kind or another. It's like a really interesting thing to me. And so like every time I get a chance I, I screw around with the California companies. A bit.
0: Um I I have an idea. I have an idea. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it out there. Steam beer, you just call it steam man. Steam Instead of stick man. <laughs> And and you do it's a steam man. Just drink it. And you do like the stick man style, but you do it like steampunk.
2: I was gonna say a top hat and goggles. Yeah, the stick (laughs) yeah the stick figures got top top hat goggles, some weird pocket watch with gears. I
1: dig it. I'm into it. I'm I'm all about a steampunk a steampunk stick man. Yes, sounds great to me. Uh,
0: I, I mean, I'm 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 very partial to that because that was like. Anchor Steam was like one of the, like the first craft beers. Oh I yeah, really well, I really got Anchor into.
1: Anchor Steam is like my favorite beer of all time. Like Anchor Steam is the best. My favorite beer of all time. The bottle, the yeah. flavor of the beer. Yeah, it's like
2: truly the iconic. Teardrop thing. bottle. I, I, yeah, the, yeah, the little
1: stubby bottle. Yeah. Yeah. oh man, dude, the whole vibe. I went on a trip with um my one of my best friends, my absolute best friend in the whole world. Not one of my best friends, but um. We went to uh, San Francisco for like like an extended weekend one time. And like the best part of the trip, we had this insane lunch at this Japanese restaurant. And then we went to the Anchor Steam like Pilot Brewery. And um, we had all these cool beers, um, like tasters of them. And then we just started slamming pints. They had unfiltered Anchor Steam on tap there. Oh, and it was just like the best, the best drinking experience I ever had in my fucking life. I, I love Angostura.
2: I can't tell you how many like four packs I got from Stickman, like when the Steam Beer came out. Like I kept going up there <laughs> it and so, just getting another four so pack, Because that would be like my after work or after like doing something strenuous. I would just be like, Steam Beer is going to relax me. It's just, it's just such a pleasant beer.
1: Yeah, it's the, the like, and that's what like all of these beers that we're trying to make now are. We're really trying to like, we're good at making farmhouse beers. We're good at making lagers. I mean, Brendan's an excellent brewer, makes incredible IPAs too. But like the beers that I'm really excited about are these kind of like beers that are just like fucking pleasant to think that you don't have to drink, that you don't have to think too much about these like steam beers and Merzen and Pilsner and and all these kind of things. And so it's really exciting that like so many people are getting so into that type of beer. Exactly.
2: Um, yeah. And there's a shift yeah. where people want to explore these different
1: types. You guys did a, I think it was a pub ale too. Yeah. That was a Brendan one. And that one was like unbelievable. Like one of the best beers that I think has ever come out of the brewery. Um, Brendan just absolutely blew the, the door off the hinges with that. Um, but it was just like the most perfect, just like, yeah. Multi English pub ale. Yeah. It had like that minerality that you want from an English pub ale. It had like the earthy hops to it. This experimental series has been a lot of fun uh, because we all really like these different session beers. I mean, Will did a smoked brown ale uh with soft pretzels in it. Yeah, uh, I remember was that one. Beer, a really cool beer. Um, that was like in that same vein. But that pub ale was unbelievable. It was just out of this world.
0: I want to know when you're gonna let Brendan go Super Saiyan and brew a a dark check lager.
1: Um, he's allowed to do whatever he wants. I don't let Brendan do anything. Wow. He's got full creative control of the brewery. Follow up uh, question.
2: When is there going to be a beer named after Brendan?
1: Um, I've offered to name a beer after Brendan recently. I don't think he really cares. He oh, care.
2: cause he said he couldn't name a beer after
1: himself. <laughs> I guess I'll name a beer after him. Then I do it. <laughs> it but, um, I've offered to name beers after Brendan on a couple of the All
2: right, well maybe he's just lying to me. So um, definitely do it. I don't it.
1: think he cares. I think Brendan is a is a humble dude. I don't think he gives a shit. Well, but, just um, for I that, do it. name a beer after the man. A, <laughs> just just please do it so I can and watch him stick. like
2: blush. Like a
1: beating <laughs> heart of meat. So he can name a beer after himself all he wants. But um, he has a Czech Pilsner on the schedule for some time um and uh i don't know if he's gonna do a czech dark i have on the schedule for my um i'm calling it just like a rural like farmhouse lager but the idea is to be like kind of like a czech like garnet lager that's done in like the Zwickel beer style maybe even fermented with the steam beer yeast but otherwise brewed like this like czech like Garnet style and make it kind of like a farmhouse lager, you know? Ooh. So we'll see what happens. That's awesome. Yeah. Um.
2: um I was going to say,
1: yeah, we're getting, we're getting, we're up. getting close
2: to a, I know you're going to turn to a pumpkin. In yeah, an it's pretty yeah.
1: soon. Um,
2: and, and this was the first thing Ethan told me when I stopped in today, who's like, listen, we've got to stop at nine yeah. 30 <laughs>
0: so, real quick, real quick before, before we start wrapping up and, and doing plugs and everything. I need to ask, so, you know, uh, in between the time that we've last spoke to you and now, you know, obviously we lost uh, a big part of the, the PA craft beer community and a big part of Stickman. We uh, definitely, are, yeah. Hop here yeah. Hop, hop gears, heads.
1: Uh, hop, yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: so yeah. Uh, what's, what's, what's going to happen with the label art?
1: Um, You know, so the thing is, all of the things that BART did for us are going to be preserved, and we're going to continue to use those labels for BART. Um, We're talking to, like, other artists, and basically the conclusion that we've come to is uh, we're going to ask people to kind of, like, explore our general brand idea, um, but, like, we're not going to ask people to just, like, continue, like, mimic BART's work. Uh, first of all, I don't think anybody could do it as good as he was able to do it. The the guy was, you know, I I don't want to sound like dismissive of it. Um, I think that somebody, when you think about things like beer labels or like graphic design, it's not viewed in like the same way as somebody who's like painting pictures on canvases and like selling it as art. But like Bart was like truly uniquely talented. He was just like unbelievably good at this kind of art and um nobody's gonna be able to mimic them anyway and we all kind of thought it would be an insult to his legacy to ask somebody just to copy him uh when we know that this project uh of ours was so close to him and what he worked on it so uh we have a couple of people that we're talking to that we are going to work with when we do new beer labels um and they are going to be like obviously stick figure themed and stuff but um the goal is to create things that fit our brand that don't mimic Bart's style. Um, the first one, uh, that we had to do without Bart, uh, was the D money special, which was an uh, Imperial style, um, Oak age yep. uh, for a charity event we did. And if you check that label out, you can see that it kind of fits with our brand, but you know, if you compare it to a label like general Merriment or something, you can see absolutely how uh, you can tell that it's a very different artist doing it. So, um, that's what we're working on right now, is just kind of trying to find people to uh, to do it in a way that we're satisfied with, that um, carries our brand, but you know, isn't ripping Bart off.
0: Yeah, no, I I think that's a that's a great way to go about I mean, it. Yeah, just it's like, a great approach. Yeah, just uh, just keep with the stickman theme, but you know, yeah, exactly. Don't try and mimic. Do it in your yeah,
1: own way. On you know double deuce, which is was his favorite beer and a beer like recipe that we collaborated with him on. We're gonna put like a little Bart memorial on for the next batch that we do. Oh, that's,
2: that's yeah, that's gonna be cool. really cool. Yeah, so
1: there's there's gonna be some little things like that that will pop up because um, yeah, Bart's been Bart's been a big part of my presence in the beer scene for about eight years, um, or seven years, and he was a huge part of man for six, um, and so we uh, we want to you know give him the respect he deserves cuz he is a he was a really 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 incredibly talented guy um and he was a really big part of our brand and our success you know
2: no definitely like he basically made the definitive like stickman style like yeah. I, I couldn't yeah. i i wouldn't want anyone to continue that and i don't think anyone could for I that agree. matter yeah like yeah. in terms of like what he like the essence that he caught on every can like you said like people don't remember like can art, like they do like famous paintings and stuff like that. Like can arts, like I would say like it's niche. It, it, yeah. In the future. I mean, it could be something that's like highly regarded, like uh, like pop art, like people always go I back don't think to anybody.
1: I don't think anybody ever approached it the way the park did. I, I really think that what he did for us was like truly, truly unique. I don't think anybody anywhere has ever kind of approached this kind of thing, the way that he did, he us.
0: he was kind of perfect for what you guys did because he captured like you know your personality in there with like a, it was every label was kind of it had humor in it. It was very like tongue in cheek and yeah. uh you know there's v- very subtle you know a, a lot of a lot of them had like you know very subtle nuances to them. Um, I I mean I at least for myself I always appreciated a lot of his his artwork, but just because I I. It was almost like there was always Easter eggs in the label.
2: Yeah, that's the best part. Like, especially like you said, the double deuce can has so many little intricacies and little like Easter eggs in it all in there. And even like we just talked about uh, general merriment. And the one thing I like is if I can get it right there is the little rat drinking a beer under the table right there. Right. (laughs) It's such a cool little, just like tiny little thing in there that, like, if you're just sitting around the house, you know, drinking a beer and be like, oh, that's awesome. The little rat just hanging out under there.
0: <laughs> I know that, like, the the one label that really stood out to me was uh, One Last Drinky Poo. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. It, Like, all the, like the, you know, the the references. The in Trailer there, Park Boy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, that, that was a great label. And, uh, yeah, he, he was a, he was a very special artist. And um,
1: I'll go on, I'll go on this, just, this will be really, really quick. And I promise I won't, I won't just hang up on you. If I go over <laughs> my, my timeline in a minute, but, um, uh, this is the thing I know because, you know, my fiance, Rachel is, um, she has a degree in art history. She works with Philadelphia art museum, and this is just a, a testament to Bart. So the table beer label, you know, is based on, um, Dutch still lifes from like the Renaissance period. Yeah. Like the and Dutch master stuff. We told all we told Bart, you know, we knew Bart knew about art, right? But all we told Bart was like, this was kind of the vibe we're going for. And what Bart did was create, like if you look at that label, like Rachel remarked on it, it's like true to life, like follows the exact like proportions and patterns that like the Renaissance masters did, but in like a stick figure form. And it's not like based on any particular painting. He did that from fucking scratch. So, like, it looks like he's just drawing stick figures on ours. It looks like he was just, you know, putting text on different people's plans or whatever. But, like, my point is that, like, this guy for making these beer labels was, like, using the same principles of art as, like, the Dutch masters of the Renaissance. Like, it's truly incredible what he did.
2: It's so – it's – It's so guy right there. So yeah. Yeah. And it was just unique to what you guys were doing, but still held to your style at the same time.
0: And it's, it's, it's nuanced is what it is. It's, it's very nuanced. And it's like, it's almost like, uh, like Takashimi or took like, uh, low art and made it high art. You know, it's kind of like the reversal. He took high art and made it low art. You know, it's, it's, Right, it's very cool, and you can see that in a lot of uh, a lot of Bart stuff. Uh, where it's it's very nuanced. There's a a, a very great attention to detail. Exactly. I think that's the number one thing for him. It's very attention to detail. If you look at almost any stickman label, it's you can find a lot of things if you really look into the, the can
2: are right. Yeah. Like right there. I mean, hops just kind of put into there. I would assume like,
1: yeah.
0: So it's, you know, it's a, it's a great loss to the, to the beer community. And, uh, I, I was, I was very, uh, I was very, I was wondering a lot of like, you know, what you guys were going to do as yeah. far as uh, can art goes. I mean, because-
2: immediately thought about, you know, Bart and then immediately thought about Stickman right after it. It's like, you guys, like when you think of Bart, I know he did a lot of work with like other breweries like Pizza Boy and stuff like that. But like for us, because of our geography, you know, passing a Bart made us think a lot about Bart and Stickman. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you know, the dude was a good friend, you know, so it, it sucks. Um, but, you know, I'm happy that he took so much joy in working with us. And so I'm happy that we get to, um, you know, kind of like continue using his work.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, it goes to kind of what we were talking about before the podcast started, you know, it's kind of stuff that it's not going to be forgotten. Uh, I mean, especially for Dan and I, uh, you know, can art can label art is is such a, I mean, we talk about all about it all the time. Label shopping. I mean, I you Yeah, know. it's important. Yeah. I mean it's what it what people it's what grabs like your it, attention yeah. on the shelf, you know.
2: Exactly. Like you want to have something that sticks out and you know, Bart's art was you know, outside of the norm. It 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 stuck out to everybody yeah. who saw it. So Yeah.
0: Um all right, so let's get let's get Ethan out of here so he can uh he can hit his bedtime. You can have his warm milk and uh and his and his saltines and go to bed. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, Dan, uh well, Ethan, first off, thank you very yeah, much for doing Thank this you so again. much for uh coming uh, back oh on yeah, the yeah. It's always a pleasure. Yeah, Obviously, you know, you we, we love you. We 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 love having you on. Um, you know, you're you always hold a, a special place in our heart.
1: Thank you. You hold a special place in mind. Make him blush. Yeah,
0: we we really I, I'm I feel like we, we're going to need to have them come back on again because we, there, the vitriol towards the craft beer community was not there tonight. I feel like in no, no. in
2: true Best Best Friends fashion, we should do another yeah. like holiday episode where we yeah. have them on again. I, I agree. <laughs> I feel like around the holiday time, we're just like, hey,
1: Ethan, just we talk need to, us
0: about we, beer. We'll, we'll need to coordinate a, an episode where we can do it from the brewery. Oh,
1: of I, yeah, I feel absolutely. like that's so fitting. Catch me on the weekends, you know? Okay. When yeah. We to do it. Start at yeah. Get, eight.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I like. I think, I, I think. we can make something happen there. Yeah. Oh, totally. But uh,
2: what do you want to plug? Anything uh, coming up? Any events? Um,
1: come to my stores. Buy my <laughs>
0: beer.
1: We <laughs> go need to, your money.
0: Go to the. Go to the comedy. The comedy night. At yeah. No, no, comedy night sounds awesome.
1: Nights, oh, Mifflin. No, this one. If it's not sold out already, get a ticket. It sells out. So come.
0: Yeah, you, um, you guys are getting some good comics there. You know, I've yeah. I've seen like you I mean, guys have you, know, you, you guys have had Pego O'Leary there. Uh, yeah, you've had Ryan Shayner Yeah, uh, so you know you're getting good quality com- O'Leary comics. Pego Leary
1: is one of the people that runs the event, the lovable monsters. Yeah, um, I don't. You know, Matt, my our like operations manager, Matt kind of takes care of it i haven't even met all of these people yet because matt <laughs> if, if we had talked about things other than the beer i'd be talking about how matt is so incredible all the time too but he does a really good job and so he's in charge of like booking all these people and well not booking them the the lovable monsters set it up but he's the one who's connected to the lovable monsters and it is a um it's really fucking cool it's awesome that these like what, like Philly known comedians are like showing up. Yeah, that, yeah,
0: really it up. yeah. And it's cool. Like you had like Ryan Shaner's getting like a he's like a a bigger name comic now because of his podcast. But he he grew up in the Spring City, Roarsford area. Yeah,
2: which is fun <laughs> oh, to. that's cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely want to uh, definitely want to, oh, man talk to him about Stickman and yeah. like get some beer. Hey, we can do a comedy and beer podcast. He's not going to answer. Oh, yeah, he, yeah he's not going to yeah, no. we'll we'll DM him and he'll just keep us on red. Yeah. For <laughs> sure. All
0: right, uh yeah, Ethan, thank you again for coming on. Uh I'm sure this won't be the last time we have Ethan on. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll but be
1: on. It. I'll come I'll, tell me come back. I'll come back. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Uh guys, again, um you know, just want to reiterate uh, what he mentioned before. Uh, check out their website, stickmanbrews.com, social media. Um, this is Facebook, Instagram, and Untapped. They're all at Stickman Brews. So go ahead and uh, give them a follow. Check them out. Buy their beer. Exactly what Ethan said. you yeah. go. Buy my beer. And guys, obviously we go through our social media at the end here. Uh, Follow us on social media. It's at best, best friends pod. That's best, best friends, P O D. Also, we've got an email address that, Hey, it's the same. Best, best friends, pod at gmail.com. Best, best friends, P O D. Uh, We get that full dose of POD at the end. It just gives and, and guys, and I think I can fly. Yeah.
0: Just uh hop on Twitch uh with us. You can
2: hop in the chat, ask some questions, comment. Hop on YouTube Live. It looks pretty cool. This yeah. is my first time actually seeing what we're doing on YouTube Live and it it's pretty it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Well uh hop on Twitch, uh twitch.tv slash best best friends podcast, twitch.tv slash best best friends pod. You haven't fixed that yet? Podcast
2: um other than that i think that is yeah that's really it guys what are we next week we got uh slack tide are we doing slack tide next week yeah. oh that's awesome hey we're heading back over the j- dirty jersey yeah dirty we're south going, jersey we're going back to the jersey shore that's we're gonna it. get uh we're gonna get slack tide on um which is gonna be fun we're having a ton of fun with jersey breweries uh we gotta talk to dr brewman we gotta get them on there yeah yeah, yeah Um, uh, yeah. but hey slack tide is next week so guys tune in uh we'll have some social media posts about it and yeah, some info sure. uh to come
0: all right. Um, yeah. Other than that, Ethan, again, thank you for coming on. We love you. Uh, always welcome. Uh, Dan?
2: I love you. Always have. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, everybody. Remember, it's not goodbye forever. It's just. And always keep in the back of your mind.
2: Okay. Always keep it. Still keeping it, huh?
0: Yeah. No, you can't forget. I will never let this go. Okay, go ahead. You know, there's two truths in the world. One is birds aren't real. And two is birds Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. The Clinton family killed him. That's a known <sighs> fact. All right, everybody. Best <laughs> Best Friends <laughs> podcast episode
2: 88. Sorry, Ethan's mom. <laughs> <laughs> we out. <laughs> see, see you.
1: <laughs> see you guys.
2: So, crack a beer and laugh at some video. Uh uh uh, uh ohs. videos.
0: Superhuman jump through barbed wire bricks. Fuck this shit. Hang out with little lunchbox.
2: Become a cluggolay, A cluggolay.
1: Sometimes I'm a stouty boy, sometimes lazy. And this podcast is bold. So it's the one for me. Best Best Friends pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Cindy Crawford's a fan, how could you go wrong? So many pods out there were it the ones for me. I've seen it still alive, and listen, to Best Best Friends.